Hello, thank you for listening to the Sip with Sidrid podcast with yours truly, Sidrid Rivera. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And as long as I'm alive, you are never alone. Now let's listen in. Thank you, Jesus, for this amazing day. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you do. Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for allowing us to wake up this day and experience a brand new day. I, I, we pray, Lord, Father, I pray that, that before we walk out the doors, everyone puts you first. Everybody puts the armor of God and gets ready, Father, with your spirit um, to confront the world. I invite you, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost to speak today to speak to these wonderful people that are listening through Facebook and to be able to be to hear your voice, to know what you want them to do. I pray all this in the name of your mighty son, Jesus. Amen, amen. Can I get an amen? If you see this little red light, that means I'm currently here. If you don't see it, it's because I'm no longer here. So you can hashtag replay and let me know that you saw it. Okay. All right. Listen, y'all, I'm going to try to do this real quickly. Um, let me read the Bible verse first. It's from Hebrews 12 chapter 1. Hebrew, sorry, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. That's what it is. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. And it says, since we are surrounded by so many examples of faith, we must get rid of everything that slows us down, especially sin, sins, sin that distracts us. We must run the race that lies ahead for of us and never give up, never, ever give up. Okay. So that's our, our, our scripture today. And the title is Contended, Contended Dissatisfaction. Contended Dissatisfaction. Okay. So it says, you tend to focus on the circumstantial obstacles in your life. Your faith walks by sight and you don't recognize that your greatest distraction is doubt. Doubt is what causes your faith to stumble into despair. All doubt starts with one thing, discontent. Discontent creates mumbling and mumbling rattles the chains of of hell to join you in a choir of self-pity and feelings of betrayal. This ends with a declaration that I just simply don't care about you or your life. The fallen world in which you live continuously feeds your negative feelings and faith is hard. Refuse to doubt, refuse to worry, and consider it pure joy. Rejoice in faith by resolution and by reckoning. Be content to be dissatisfied with your flesh. When you don't know what to do, keep your eyes on me and lay aside everything that keeps you from stepping forward in faith. Be patient, stand firm, and watch my victories unfold. Watch my victorious victory, excuse me, unfold. That's awesome. I love it. I love a couple things here that it says. Number one, I think it makes it very clear to us. I, lo- I, I honestly love that it says, your faith walks by sight, which obviously, you know, we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. 
So your your faith it says here your excuse me your faith walks by sight, okay? And you don't recognize that your greatest distraction is doubt. Doubt is what causes your faith to stumble into despair. And you know when I was reading this I thought to myself that is so true. So true. It's constantly sometimes a doubt that comes into our minds. We start doubting about ourselves. We start doubting about what we can accomplish. We start doubting about whom we are or who we could be. We start doubting that we can help others. We start doubting that people care. We start doubting that people need us. We start doubting that we need people. We doubt about everything. We doubt about everything. And I'm going to tell you that the reason for that here it says here the fallen world in which you live continually feeds your negative feelings and faith is hard it's because we allow those negative feelings to be fed right and so here it says this is even better it says the doubt starts with one thing one thing discontent if you don't know what that means discontent is like you're not satisfied So think about the things that you're not satisfied with. Or you maybe you're not satisfied with your look or your hair like sometimes when I come here I'm like look at this my my canas those are that that means gray in Spanish. My canas look horrible. Um my face looks horrible. Um my body is not what I want. My health is not what I want. You know, my education is not where I wanted to be. I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with my marriage. I'm not happy with my kids. I hate my job. I hate this. I hate that. All that stuff that we're not satisfied with. That's what brings doubt. That's what brings out. But this here says, rejoice in faith by resolution and by reckoning. What's reckoning? It's by estimating what's happening, calculating what's going to take place, understanding that there's better. So discontent, the dissatisfaction of our lives, of our minds, of our thoughts, of our spirit, of our feelings, all of the everything that you're discontent with, everything that you're dis- you're just not satisfied with, that's what brings doubt into your mind. And when you have doubt into your mind, look, it says, when you have doubt, there it creates mumbling and mumbling rattles the chains of hell. So when you're creating mumbling, it rattles the chains of hell. And it makes it makes the enemy say, "Oh, She's doubting right now. He's doubting. Let's go feed into that. We're welcoming that negativity into our lives when we keep doubting about who we could be, what we can do, who are, who could we speak to, how we can accomplish life. When we start doubting who we are, we're bringing that to our lives. We're we're allowing the negativity to come into our lives to come into the brain. We're allowing hell to shake those chains and say, "Wow, got her." Got him. It mumbles and rattles the chains of hell to join you in a quite look to join you. It's saying that because we allow that doubt, we allow that that negativity to be fed into our lives. It says Those chains of hell will rattle to join you in a choir of self-pity and feeling of betrayal. This ends, listen to this. This ends in a declaration that I just simply don't care about you or your life. 
That is saying that when it when that happens, all of a sudden you start getting those emotions, right? That you say, God doesn't care about me. God doesn't love me. He can't. He can't love me. He can't exist. He can't be who, who people say he is when he allows all this stuff to happen to me. When I'm dissatisfied with my world, with my life. Hey, I'm going to say something that some people just can get pissed off at. And you know what? Go take it to Jesus. Don't bring it to me. Go take it to Jesus if you don't like what I'm about to say. <clears throat> but that thought of you thinking that Jesus doesn't like you, of you thinking, well, it can't, there can't be a God because how could all this happen to me? When you're allowing that negativity into your mind, that's how it happens to you. That's how life happens. You are in control. See, the word of God has so, um, um, says that God gives us free will to decide the things that we want in life. And so if you're not happy where you're at, you can change it. You can change it. There are circumstances that happen that we will never understand. And then there are circumstances that will happen that you might understand, but you might realize, hey, I can help people because of this. And I'm going to help people. And that might be the reason. But it's saying here that we're the ones that allow the negativity into our minds. And then we start thinking, well, guess what? He can't love us. There's no God. Yeah. The fallen world in which you live continually feeds your negative feelings and faith is hard. It becomes hard. And I'm going to tell you honestly, ready? Who the heck wants to do something that's hard? Who wants to work on something that's hard? Most society don't want to. You know why? Because they're exhausted. They're exhausted from the marriage that they have, the children they have to take care of, the job that they're working in, the errands that they have to run, the, the people they have to talk to. It's exhausting. So guess what? They choose to put God in the back end because I, gotta, I, I can't work on that right now. That's hard. I got I to gotta try to focus on faith. I got to focus on, okay, let me think about the good things that God has done. And, you know, that means I have to think about this. I don't have time to think because I got to go, go, go. And so that's how our minds become full of clutter. And then we forget who God is or, or where God is. And again, we call when it's absolutely necessary. It says here, refuse to doubt. Refuse to worry. Try to consider and rejoice in faith. By resolution and by reckoning. And then here is one awesome thing. It says, keep your eyes on me and lay aside everything that keeps you from stepping forward in faith. Lay aside everything. Lay aside your worries. Lay aside your concerns. Lay aside your doubts. Lay aside your, your stress. Lay aside uh, what you don't like. Lay aside those things that are stressing you, that are making you crazy. Lay all that aside. Lay it aside because he says, here, lay aside everything that keeps you from stepping forward in faith. Be patient, stand firm, and watch my victorious victory unfold. Because he's going to, he, once again, once again, he's going to be victorious. 
Once again, he will do what he says he's going to do and what he's already done for many others. But when you lose your faith or you lose yourself or you get distracted and you put God in the back end, I'm going to say it again because I've said it before. Why do we expect God to show up for us when we can't even speak to him 5, 10, 15 minutes a day? When we can't take that time to praise him and worship him every day? When we can't take that time to even read his word every day so that we are able to handle the life that we have? The word is not so that, you know, we just read a book. It's not about reading a book. The word of God is so that we can handle life. So that we know what to do when, the, when those circumstances come. When the trials and tribulations come. We'll know what to do. We've got the key. It's in the book. But why don't we spend time? Oh, wait, I got the answer to that. I don't have any time. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. When the time comes, because the time will always come. It'll always come. When you need Jesus, you better hope he doesn't tell you, I don't have time right now. You better hope and pray he don't tell you that. Hmm. You, we are lucky. We are lucky people that God is not human. And that God loves unconditionally. But let me ask. Is that why we don't go to him sometimes or all the time? Because we know he's unconditional? Because we know, well, you know what? I don't need to talk to him because I know that God's going to show up when I call because he loves me. Be careful. Be careful what you're thinking. Because God's a jealous God. And the word of God says that because he's a jealous God, he wants us for himself. He wants us to take time to praise him, to thank him. To pray, for, to pray with him or for him or to him, to be there, present. He wants that. And if he doesn't get what he wants, I don't know. So thank you, Jesus, for this message. Thank you, God. I just pray it touch somebody. I pray that somebody can understand, can truly understand that your word helps us to live life. That our faith is what helps us to guide us and to be able to have a better life and to be able to handle life in general. I pray, Father, that someone heard here that when we allow the confusion and the, the, the dissatisfaction to rumble and mumble in our minds, we bring that negativity into our life, allowing hell to move those chains and to come into our lives to distract us from you, Lord. Help us, Lord Father, not to be distracted. Help us to focus more on you. Help us to be there, Lord God, constantly talking to you. Thank you, God, for your message. Thank you for your spirit, for your word. I hope that it just impacts somebody today, Father. That it made someone's eyes and ears open and realize that they need to get closer to you. Not just when something's wrong but every day. We love you, Lord. We're not worthy of you, but we love you because you love us unconditionally and you show us that every day. I pray that in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen, 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 y'all.